Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to NFL Study Hall. I'm your host, Kate Chumsland. Due to some scheduling difficulties with my partner, Zach McDonald, I will be taking the grunt of this week's episodes. Today, I would like to clarify some of the incorrections we had in last week's episodes. We mentioned a few players that have unfortunately opted out in the 2020 season due to COVID-19 or other personal reasons. I'd like to summarize who those players are and how they will impact their teams. First, let's start with the team, the New England Patriots. The Patriots have at least seven players opting out for the 2020 season, including these most notable, Patrick Chung, Marquise Lee, and Dante Hightower. Now, Marquise Lee and wide receiver, it's a loss, but it's not a huge deal for Cam Newton. However, Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower for their defense is going to sting a lot. So I will probably downgrade the New England Patriots due to those two uh, losses, but it's not looking good for the Patriots now or uh, in the near future. All right, so there are no notable quarterbacks that have opted out to the 2020 season, but there have been a lot of other specialty players, including Damian Williams, the running back from the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, it is not known whether he was mentioning opting out before they drafted Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but what a pick Edwards-Hilaire has now become for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Patrick Mahomes will still have a run game to go to. It won't be a dual threat with Damian Williams, but Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a phenomenal backup for Williams. Now, I have here on my board seven notable wide receiver losses to some different teams, Uh, but there are, this is only a few of the biggest. There have been others that have opted out. But the Dolphins are going to lose Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns. So that's going to lessen their depth in wide receiver. None of the bigs have gone down yet. Uh, Travis Benjamin for the San Francisco Niners is going to leave. Uh, We already mentioned Marquise Marquise Lee. Geronimo Allison for the Detroit Lions, I said was an underrated wide receiver who should have done well with Detroit, so I'm sad he's leaving. Marquise Goodwin, as we were correct in our previous episode, he will be opting out for the 2020 season. He's with the Philadelphia Eagles, and honestly, the Eagles needed this guy, a speedster who can actually catch for them. This was going to be the perfect matchup, and unfortunately, uh, he's not going to be joining the Eagles this season. Now, there is one more wide receiver I would like to mention, and that's Devin Funchess with the Green Bay Packers. The Packers were desperate for a wide receiver, and they finally had one, or a decent secondary for Devontae Adams in Devin Funchess. I thought he did phenomenal in Carolina. I mentioned that in the previous episode. The fact that he's going to opt out for the 2020 season is a major loss for Aaron Rodgers. Now, that's most of the specialty players. I would like to mention a few other linemen and defensive backs. C.J. Mosley for the New York Jets. That is a hard loss for the Jets because their defense is going to need a lot of help with Mosley out. Uh, Michael Pierce for the Minnesota Vikings. This guy had a ton of potential with Linval Joseph leaving. I mean, this guy was going to take the 
majority of snaps. So the fact that he's leaving is a sad loss. Now there are other uh, defensive linebackers. There are defensive tackles that I did not mention. So I'm just going over the big uh, losses for different teams. Marcus Gilbert at offensive tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. I mentioned before how he's a veteran. He's going to help the rookie Josh Jones. He's going to help these guys out. And the fact that he's leaving, hopefully he'll stay sort of with some Zoom calls maybe. I don't know. But uh, that hurts for the Arizona Cardinals. Juwan James for the Denver Broncos. This was the star for the Denver Broncos offensive line. And the fact that he's leaving is going to put some questions on whether this uh, Denver Broncos offense can really handle the pressure. The last one I'd like to mention is Nate Solder, another veteran with the Giants. His loss is big just for an all-around team effort. This man was a great attitude on the team, knew how to play the game. So with his loss, we'll see if Daniel Jones takes, uh, takes the pressure now on himself. I definitely would. Your Saquon Barkley, it's going to be hard not running behind Nate Solder, but uh, I still have high hope for the New York Giants. So that wraps up who's opting out for the 2020 NFL season. Now, for the majority of this episode, we will talk strength of schedule. I have personally looked at each schedule for the upcoming NFL season for each team and have given my own strength of schedule. If you look at other people's ranking for strength of schedule, it is based on last year's record for that team. However, there have been some big changes, most notably Tampa Bay picking up Gronkowski and Tom Brady. I think Indianapolis will be better with Phillip Rivers. I think Miami, I think Cincinnati, I think San Diego with their new rookie QBs are all going to be better. So in my opinion, you solely cannot look at last year's record and tell me who's got the easiest schedule for this year. I'm going to break down who's got the toughest and who's got the easiest schedule for the 2020 NFL season. Let's dive in. The toughest, the Atlanta Falcons. Now, it's fun looking at the whole NFL season and looking at these teams and how they're scheduled because the NFL has a strategy. Each team must play their own division twice, so there's six games, two other full divisions, one from the NFC and one from the AFC, and then two extra games, making the 16 games. So the Atlanta Falcons... They have to play each team from their own division twice. Now you're talking New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Carolina Carolina Panthers all twice. And when you play the Buccaneers and when you play the Saints, that's four games. Those are all in the last six games of their season. It's a tough closing stretch for the Atlanta Falcons. They also have to play in the two separate divisions, the NFC North, that's Green Bay Packers. That's Minnesota Vikings, Chicago Bears, Detroit Lions. Those are That's a tough division in the NFC. The AFC West is the other division with the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not worried about the other three in the AFC West. Those are pretty easy games. But then the two extra games, off-team games, are going to be the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys. That's how the Atlanta Falcons start the entire season, those two games. It's a brutal schedule. Now, because... Divisions 
play the same other divisions as their two, the Carolina Panthers are actually coming in as the number two toughest schedule. Again, their own division twice. Now that includes the Atlanta Falcons twice, New Orleans Saints and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Same other divisions, NFC North, AFC West. Their two extra games though are much easier. The Arizona Cardinals and the Washington football team. That's why they're just below the Atlanta Falcons is because those two extra games. Now for third toughest schedule and fourth toughest schedule, we're going to go the Minnesota Vikings and then the Green Bay Packers. Their own division twice, so that division consists of Green Bay, Minnesota, Chicago, and Detroit. you got to play each one of those teams twice, depending on who you're talking about, Minnesota or Green Bay. The other two divisions, the NFC is going to be the NFC South. We just mentioned that with the uh, previous Atlanta, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa Bay. But then the AFC South, now that's going to be the Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, Tennessee Titans, and Jacksonville Jaguars. Don't really know if we need to count the Jaguars, but the other three are tough. For the Minnesota Vikings, they'll also have to play the Seahawks and Cowboys as their two extra games. For the Green Bay Packers, though, they're going to have to play the 49ers and the Eagles, which I think is just a little bit easier than Seahawks and Cowboys. I also think Green Bay playing Minnesota is a little bit easier. That's why Minnesota's at three and Green Bay's at four. Next, we have the New Orleans Saints. Again, another NFC South team. They are going to have to play the NFC North, the AFC West, their own division twice, and these guys' off games are also going to be the 49ers and Eagles. Like I said, the NFL strategically makes these off games so that they're either primetime games or just good games in general. All right, now we're going to have an NFC East team. Now you notice I'm six teams in and I'm still in the NFC because I think this NFC is stacked with their own division and the other divisions that they have to play. Philadelphia Eagles are going to have a bit easier road in their own division. I think Dallas twice is going to be rough, but the Giants and Washington football team twice shouldn't be that bad. Their off divisions are going to be the NFC West, which is brutal this year considering you have to play Seattle, San Francisco, and Arizona, and then Los Angeles Rams. They also have to going to play the AFC North. That's Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers, Cincinnati Bengals, and Cleveland Browns. That's a rough going. They're off two games. It's just unfair. The Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. Philadelphia is not looking hot. They've are, they are six on my list simply because their division is pretty easy. Now we come to our first AFC team in number seven, which is the New England Patriots. Their own division is pretty easy. Miami twice, although I think they're going to be better than last year. Jets twice, they'll do worse than last year. And Buffalo Bills twice, who's going to be a really good team. The off teams include the NFC West. Again, Seattle, San Francisco, Arizona, Los Angeles, Rams. And then the AFC West, that's going to be Kansas City, Denver, Los Angeles Chargers, and the Las Vegas Raiders. Those three are pretty easy, but the Chiefs are going to be tough. The Patriots off games are the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. That's a, Those are some pretty bad off games. It's, it's going to be rough for the New England Patriots. Coming in at eight is the Chicago Bears, another NFC North team. We don't really have to go over these. It's going to be their own division twice, the NFC South, the AFC South. But these guys' off games are the Giants and Rams. Much easier than the Vikings or Green Bay Packers two off, two off games. 
The Miami Dolphins come in at 9. They're also in the AFC East with the New England Patriots, so they're going to have to play the NFC West and the AFC West. Their off games, though, so we look at the off games for the New England Patriots, Ravens, Texans. The off games for the Miami Dolphins is going to be Jacksonville Jaguars and Cincinnati Bengals. A hundredfold easier than Patriots. That's why they're coming in at 9. Rounding off the top 10 are going to be the Houston Texans. Texans have to play their own division twice, AFC South. That's going to be the Indianapolis Colts, Tennessee Titans, Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Indianapolis is going to be a powerhouse team, so that is going to be two tough games. Houston's also going to play, have to play the NFC North, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings. Those are two tough games. AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, Pittsburgh Steelers. Those are a few tough games. And then the Houston Texans, their two off games are going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, which is the very first game of the entire NFL season, by the way, and the New England Patriots. Wow, those are tough. Those are going to be tough games. I'm going to kind of quickly go through the last of these. What do we have here? 22 other teams real quick. You're looking at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, they're going to have to go. This is, a, this is actually the final NFC South team. So we've already mentioned it. NFC North, AFC West. But these guys have the easiest of their off games, which is only going to be the New York Giants and... Los Angeles Rams, who I think are not going to do very well this year. Detroit Tigers are 12. Their own division twice, which will include Green Bay and Minnesota. The NFC South, the AFC South, but these the off games for Detroit are going to be the Cardinals and Washington football team. Very easy off games. New York Giants are 13. Their own division twice in the NFC East. The NFC West, the AFC North, and their off games of the Buccaneers and Bears. Washington football team will come in as four team. Also the same division as the Giants. So that's going to be NFC West, AFC North, their own division twice. Their off games are going to be the Detroit Tigers. Did I just put a baseball team written down? As a... Folks, that's sad. Detroit Lions and Carolina Panthers. 15 is going to be Cleveland Browns. Their own division twice in the AFC North. This is our first one of the North. So the AFC North is going to have to play their own division twice. The NFC East, the AFC South, and the Browns are going to have to play the Raiders and Jets as their off games. Rounding out the first half of these schedule rankings are the Denver Broncos at 16. They're going to have to play their own division twice which is the AFC West. That's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders, and Los Angeles Chargers. The NFC South, the AFC East, the Tennessee Titans, and Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I'm going to just kind of rattle down these last few, and I have a bigger point to make at the very end. So we're going to go 17 Dallas Cowboys, 18 Los Angeles Chargers, 19 New York Jets, 20 Los Angeles Rams, sorry, uh, 21 is going to be Buffalo, 22 Las Vegas Raiders, 23 Kansas City Chiefs, number 24 is going to be Arizona Cardinals, 25 San Francisco, 26 Seattle, 27 Baltimore, 27, 28 Cincinnati, 29 Jacksonville, 30 Pittsburgh Steelers, 
31, Tennessee Titans. And the easiest schedule in the NFL for the 2020 season will be the Indianapolis Colts. Let's look how easy this schedule is. They're going to have to play their own division twice. Texans, Titans, and Jaguars. Not terrible. Now they're after they're also going to have to play the NFC North. That's a little more difficult considering you have to play the uh, Green Bay Packers and Minnesota Vikings. They're also going to have to play the AFC North. That's going to be the Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers. Not terrible. And then their off games are ridiculously easy in the New York Jets and Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I did mention a few pretty tough games. Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, Kansas City Chiefs. The reason they have the easiest schedule is because they do not have to play those tough teams until the middle and end of their season. They have their first eight games as a breeze. I expect the Indianapolis Colts to at least go 7-1 and one before they get to those tougher games, and I think they'll win pretty much half of those tough games. So it's looking really good for the Indianapolis Colts. I would like to mention, for those of you who are football crazy and know which divisions are which from the top of your head, you might have noticed that four out of the three out of the last four teams were from the AFC South, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Tennessee Titans, and Indianapolis Colts. However, the Houston Texans, to round out that division, are number 10 on the list. How can that be? Well, they each have to play their own division twice. So that would be the um, their own division twice. And then the NFC North, the AFC North. But let's look at the off games. For the Texans, at number 10 on the list, you have to play the Chiefs and Patriots. The other three are going to have to play for Jacksonville Chargers and Dolphins, for Tennessee Titans, Broncos and Bills, and then for the Indianapolis Colts, the Jets and Raiders. Not to mention, if you're playing the Colts, I think they're going to be tough. So Houston's going to have a tough time playing Tennessee and Indianapolis. That's why they're at number 10. You might also notice that only the Green Bay Packers are a team who made it to their conference championship inside the top 10. I put them at number 4. They have ridiculously tough schedule considering you have to play in the NFC a lot. Also, you have to play 49ers and Eagles. That's going to be rough. But then the Kansas City Chiefs are ranked at 23, so that's an easy schedule. San Francisco 49ers at 25, and then Tennessee Titans at 31. Not to mention you have the Baltimore Ravens at 27, the Seattle Seahawks at 26, so and the Dallas Cowboys at 17. So to think how good these teams are going to be this year with such easy schedules, I'm expecting a lot of double-digit victories for these big teams. Next week, I'll have my partner back, Zach McDonald, and we, I promise, we together will give you our predictions for how each team will do in this 2020 NFL season. Thank you all for joining to me, joining me tonight, and thank you for listening again to NFL Study Hall. Good night, ladies and gentlemen.